Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, where performance is driven by original fundamental research on a global scale. This is Putnam Today. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. Consider this as we get going today, because it's perhaps the fundamental truth in the global economy right now. You can prop up bad debt till the cows come home, bail it out, rescue it, do what you will to it. But until somebody takes the loss, it's still bad debt. And that is a very bad thing. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Ally Bank, offering IRA savings products and a raise your rate four-year CD. Learn more at AllyBank.com. And by Reputation.com, helping small business owners, professionals, and executives monitor, protect, and improve their online reputations. Reputation.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. It's Thursday today. This one's the 18th of August. Good as always to have you with us. And yeah, you're right. We have seen this movie before. Traders all over the world took a look around today, didn't like what they saw, and started selling. It was, if you'll pardon the expression, a day for four-letter words in the markets, most of which, save one, aren't really suitable for this radio program. I'm thinking here of debt, the giant pool of bad loans out there still weighing everything down. As it happens, that's the theme for today on The Breakdown, our economy one step at a time. Debt and the price we're paying for it. First, though, the day on Wall Street, I don't know exactly how it's going to go when we get there. I never really do. But it's a safe bet that when we do the numbers, you're going to hear me say something like this. Financials led the way down today, and then a grim recitation of individual bank share price drops. Because it seems like every time the markets get hammered of late, banks get it worst. We've called our New York bureau chief, Heidi Moore, to ask her, how come? Hey, Heidi. Hey, Kai. So help me out here. Why is it that the banks are, are among the first to get hit when the markets go bad? Well, it's the same reason that banks are the first to get robbed, because that's where the money is. <laughs> so basically what we saw after the financial crisis is that we have a tremendous distrust of major institutions, banks, European governance, you're seeing revolutions over half the world. And that's partially because of this huge financial angle. We know now that banks are inextricably linked with our political systems. And our political systems are obviously having a bit of trouble right now, right? <laughs> so I talked to Bill Isaac. He's a former chairman of the FDIC, which is the big bank regulator. Mm -hmm. Right now he's at FTI Consulting. And I asked him, is there any reason that we keep hitting the banks? How can you feel comfortable investing when the government's got a trillion and a half dollars of adding to the debt every year, when state and local governments are in disarray and Europe's in disarray? How could you feel that we had our troubles behind us? I think we're recognizing that we still have a lot of work to do. And so that's where we are right now. A lot of the debt in our system, the things that we're trying to pay off, are not, it's not new debt. It is debt from 2000 to 2007 that is still working its way through our banks, through our homes, through our credit cards. And until we pay that off, we can't start fresh. Say that again. This is a very important point. All the toxic assets that we grew so familiar with in 2007 and 2008, they're still out there. They are still out there. And in fact, a good number of them are now housed at the Federal Reserve. So you should feel very comfortable about that. The Fed bought a lot of those assets from the banks, but the banks still do have some. 
Now, that said, those aren't killer assets anymore in the way that they used to be. The banks are stronger. They've hoarded more money, which has worked to their benefit. And in fact, the banks are doing better than the economy. But nonetheless, what we know is that banks depend on funding day to day. And that is always what's going to hurt them in a panic. Because in a panic, what happens is the short-term worries start to have people pull back credit lines, you know, wonder, do I have enough money on hand? And if a bank wants to survive on that short-term funding, it's going to suffer because those credit lines are totally built on psychological confidence. And that's the first thing.